from the man who wrote the book on human behavior. A special edition Richard Flint podcast. Let's talk about it. Let's talk human behavior. With no further ado, I want to welcome Mr. Richard Flint. And uh, welcome, Richard. And thank you for taking time out of your schedule. And I know I've got my pen and I've got my book ready to take some notes. So thank you so much, Richard. All right. So can you hear me, hear me okay? I can hear you great. Thank you. Well, thanks for the invitation to be here with you and all the, the different leaders and the people that are involved with uh, you and Judy. You know, we throw that word around a lot. And as far back as I can remember, and as many different times as I've heard it, that if you want to be successful, you got to have goals. But in my working with human behavior and working with people, it's amazing how many people write goals because they've been told they need them, not because it's something that they really believe in. And it's one of the reasons that I believe that most people who write goals aren't writing a goal. They're, they're writing a hallucination. And what happens with a lot of people is they write these goals, but then by the end of February to the middle of March, they've given up on most of them. So what I want to do in the brief moments I have with y'all is I want to talk to you about the purpose of writing goals. I want to talk to you about the right reason to create goals. And then I want to give you four steps to turning your goals into gold. You know, you can write all the goals that you want, but if you, what you write, is not matched by the behavior you put into them, then in all reality, they're a lie. And you and I have to be clear on why we're writing these goals. And I want to give you four four thoughts about the purpose of writing goals. And there, there are four questions that you have to answer. You know, and the the wording to each of these questions is critically important. And question number one is, what do I really want? It's, it's not what do I want. It's what do I really want? And the word really is the point of truth. And if I don't know what it is that I really want, then from the very beginning, I've set myself up for confusion. I've set myself up for frustrations. I've set myself up for disappointment. And then the second question, why do I really want this? And this question is critically important because if I don't understand why I really want to achieve this goal, then I've set myself up to block myself creatively. And then question number three, big, big, big question that most people don't like to deal with. What price am I willing to pay to have it? You and I know that there's a price tag to everything you want to do with your life. And you and I will only go as far in life as we're willing to pay the price tag. And if the price tag becomes too great, what's the result? We come up with reasons for what we don't do. We come up with excuses as to why we don't do it. We come up with justifications about why we won't spend the time doing it. 
Because anything in your life that you want to achieve is going to require accountability. It's going to require commitment. It's going to require the time necessary to make it happen. And then question number four. Again, very important. What behaviors will I have to improve in order to achieve it? Folks, you're more than what you talk about. You're also the behavior you put at your words. And if there's one philosophy, and I'm known around the world for my philosophies, if there's one philosophy that is the central piece to everything that I create, it's three words. Behavior never lies. And the essence of truth is not what you say. The essence of truth is the behavior that you implement. You can talk all you want about writing goals, but if you don't attach the right behavior to it, then all you have are words that are on a page that cause conflict and confusion in your life. So let me suggest to you that there are five purposes for writing goals. Number one, it gives your mind thoughts to play with. Your mind likes to play. Why? Because your mind is very creative. But the reality is for your mind to be in the creative mode, you've got to give your mind permission to play. And a goal sets that playroom up. Because a goal gives you a sketch that you can paint a picture on. The purpose of writing goals, it opens you to possibilities. You know, one of the things I have learned with people is that if fear is great in my life, I miss possibilities. If I spend too much time worrying, if I spend too much time doubting myself, if I spend too much time being uncertain, then what I do is I shut the creative part of my mind down and I'm living from my emotions up. For you to really have the success you want, every day you've got to search for the possibilities that will allow you to reach your dream. And every day there are possibilities. But they're not going to come and slap you on the back of the head. They're not going to run, ring the doorbell to the front door of your life. But you've got to search for them. The purpose of writing goals, it allows you to think forward. Here's one of the things that I've learned about human behavior. And as Syl was talking about, I take on a group of people every year and I work as the mentor in their life. And one of the greatest challenges I have with people is to get people to think forward. Because the reality is most people live from yesterday to today, not today to tomorrow. And if I'm stuck in yesterday, then my mind cannot be creative. Because most of the people who stare at yesterday, they stare at the wrongs. They stare at the disappointments. They stare at the frustrations. They stare at what they haven't achieved. And for you and I to really bring power to what we want to do with our life, 
We've got to stand in today with a creative picture of what we want to use today as the room for the improvement of tomorrow. The purpose of goals, it lets your imagination play. Do you ever play in your head? You ever have a time where you just sit and you just sort of close your eyes and you just let your mind go wherever it wants to go? And understand where your mind goes. It goes to your dream. And you've got to have a dream. Everybody that has a dream has direction. They have reality. They have anticipation. They have energy. They have a message that every day they're working on. And then the last purpose of a goal, it's a starting point. It gives you a place to start from. I know what I really want. I understand why I really want this. I'm committed to paying the price. And I'm going to improve the behaviors. And when I have that as my, my foundation, I have a starting point. Because what I'm creating is not words on a paper. I'm creating a process with a purpose to take my life forward. Now, there are right and wrong reasons to do anything in life. And let me share with you five things that make goals right. Five reasons to create goals. Number one, it gives your mind a direction. You understand that without a direction, you're stuck. It opens your creative side, what we've been talking about. And when you create a goal, that goal is about a vision. It's about a purpose. It's about letting your mind play. The right reason it aligns your mind and your emotions. Do you understand something? If you're living from your emotions up, you've set yourself up for frustration, confusion, and disappointment. If you're living from your mind down, then you've, you're establishing your life to have belief, to have trust, to have faith in yourself. Because your mind is always about helping you to improve. And to improve, you've got to strengthen your belief. You've got to strengthen your trust. You've got to strengthen your trust in yourself. The right reasons to create goals? Lessons. Because every time you mesh your words with your behavior, there's a lesson. Every time. You connect your mind and your emotions to a pathway to go forward. There's a lesson to be learned. And then the last reason, right reason to create goals, is that you see them as a point of focus. Hear me when I tell you this. The opposite of focus is staring. And one of the things I see in a lot of people is that in their life, they're not focused because they're too busy staring at what is not happening. They're too busy looking at their life through disappointment. They're too busy looking at their life through frustration. They're too busy looking at their life through confusion. 
And when you put this together, it creates an element of conflict in your life. And I'm going to tell you something. The more conflict you have in your life, the more disappointment, the more frustration, the more confusion you bring to your life. So I want to suggest to you that if you really want to take the goals that you write and turn them into a gold pathway to success, there are four steps. Step number one, make sure your goals are your goals and that you're committed to them before you start. You see, here's the challenge for a lot of people. Because they don't believe, trust, or have faith in their self, they depend on everybody else to tell them what to do. I have spent a big part of my life talking to a lot of multi-level marketing groups. And one of the things that I've learned as you work to build a downline, to work to build that group of people around you where that you are experiencing success, you can't do it for them. Because every time you do it for them, you're not building something, folks. You're creating an orphanage. And that orphanage is filled with people who are depending on you to make them successful. You know, I was talking with one of my mentoring students yesterday. And we were talking about where he was stuck in his life. And I can look at a human life. And I can tell you exactly what you need to do to be successful. But if I tell you what to do and don't lead you to discovering what you, what you can do, then I have hurt you. The role of any leader in helping people become successful is to ask them the questions, to allow them to create the pathway they want to walk. They want to walk. You can't do it for them. And we have to understand, if my goals are not my goals, then I am controlled by the person who gave me my goals. Step number two, and invest in understanding why you want to do this. You know, there are a lot of people who come into the world in which you're in because they're disappointed in what is not happening in their life. And in all reality, they don't come trying to discover success. They come running away from the disappointment and the frustration they have in their life. And you and I, one of the things we have to do with people is to really challenge them as to why you want to do this. What's your desire? What's your determination? What is it that you want from this? Because as I begin to understand what it is that I want from this, I become clearer on the purpose. And the clearer my purpose, now hear me, the clearer my purpose, the more self-motivation I have. I get people ask me all the time, are you a motivational speaker? And I tell them, no, I'm an educational entertainer. Because I can't motivate anybody. 
hear me again. There are only three things that can motivate a human life. Knowing their dream. Because a dream is a seed to motivation. Understanding what it is that success means to their life. Knowing what it is, why am I committing to this? What is the success that I'm looking for? And then number three, finding the pathway to happiness, fulfillment, and freedom. I can't motivate anybody. You can't motivate anybody. But if a person finds themselves in life and their life is happy with where they are, they're feeling fulfilled with what they're doing, and they have that sense of freedom that goes with it, nothing, nothing can stop you. Happiness is a positive table you sit at. Fulfillment is a feeling of you can. And freedom is the ability to be the person God wants you to be. And God wants all of us to be successful. He wants all of us to be happy with what we're doing with our life. He wants all of us to be fulfilled with this thing called life. Step number three. Now. Just the word now. Because now has to be the starting point. Do you know the number one dysfunctional behavior that people bring to their life? Procrastination. Do you know what procrastination is? It's talking with words, but not having the behavior to bring the words to life. And you show me someone who procrastinates. And I'll show you someone who struggles with time management. You show me someone who procrastinates, and I'll show you someone who is disappointed. You show me someone who procrastinates, and I'll show you a life filled with disappointment. Make a note of this. 99% of every frustration you'll ever have in your life is caused by the disappointments, not that you have in other people, but that you you have with yourself. And just for your information, this coming Thursday, which is January the 9th at 10 a.m. in the morning, I'm going to do my monthly webinar. And that number one, that webinar is entitled Facing the Number One Obstacle in Your Life, You. And we're going to talk about how to get out of your own way. We're going to talk about how to stop tripping over yourself. We're going to talk about how to bring to your life the behaviors that free you to have success. And then step number four, discipline must become your strength. I get asked all the time, Richard, what do you think is the top behavior you need to have in your life to walk the pathway to the success that you want? Discipline. Do you understand what discipline is? It's holding your feet to the fire. 
You understand what discipline is? It's knowing what you want and bring into your life the behaviors to achieve it. Discipline's not easy. Why? Because it's easier to procrastinate than it is to be disciplined. Do you know why more people procrastinate than are disciplined? Because of fear. Fear is a hostage taker. It causes you to doubt yourself. It fills your life with worry. You know what it does? It causes you to feel uncertain about your life. Folks, talk about goals all you want. But if what you write is not supported by the right behaviors, then what you have is you have a pathway to frustration. It's not about whether you need goals or not. It's about understanding the purpose, the reason. It's understanding the steps to bring and breathe life into your goals. Now, I got about another minute with you. So I'd like to give you information just real quick on three things that I have coming up that are all on my website, richardflint.com. And if you have a few moments, I'd like to ask you to check them out. First is my couples retreat. It's going to be February 13 through 16 at the PJ Resort and Spa in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. And my theme is tweaking your relationship. I spent a lot of years working on a church staff where what I did was marriage counseling. And let me tell you something. Most couples don't need counseling. They need to learn how to tweak their relationship. They need to learn how to tweak those common struggles, those common little things that steal that special something from the relationship. So February 13th through 16th, PGA Resort in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. We're going to talk about tweaking your relationship, and it's on my website. And then April 28th through May 3, <laughs> something I've wanted to do for a long time. We're going to be doing a small group retreat on decluttering your clutter. My goodness, how much of our life is governed by clutter? And understand what clutter is? It is the one thing that shuts down the creative spirit of your life. And then July 17 through 19, back at the PGA Resort in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida, we're going to be doing my summer conference called Star Maker. And Star Maker is a gathering of 200 people. And our theme is Because I Can. Now, let me go back to the couples and to the clutter retreat. It's limited to 15. The retreat is limited to 15 couples. The decluttering is limited to 15 people. And, and these are small groups. And they're not where I said in lecture to you. They are there because I want us to have the interaction. Now, I'd like to give you a gift. If you will send me your email address and your name, 
I will send you an MP3 to this entire program on turning your goals into gold. Tonight is just a smidget because the entire program is a little over an hour. And I would be happy to send it to you as my gift to Syl and Judy for allowing me to be able to have this time with you. It's not whether you need goals or not. It's about what you do with what you write and the behavior you bring to it. Send it to Richard at richardflint.com and I'll have my staff send you the MP3 on this. Richard at richardflint.com. Sil, thank you, my friend. Thank you, Richard. And I've got pages of notes and uh, it's interesting how you put uh, reasoning behind things. And I remember one of the first conferences I ever heard Richard at and Star Maker is an event that Judy and I go to as often as we possibly can whenever there's not a corporate function. But uh, I remember hearing Richard speak once about procrastination. He says, every time you hit snooze, you hit procrastination. And he really visualized that for me because every time I hit snooze, it makes me think I'm procrastinating. It just makes me think of the different things in life. And Richard, I just love the way you put things out. And uh, thank you so much for taking time out of your uh, schedule and uh, wishing you a fantastic year. And if anybody wants to take advantage of what Richard's offered, please uh, do go ahead. Uh, to end our call, I just want to say this, guys. January 11th, Jumpstart is happening this Saturday. Make sure you get to an event, okay? Write it down. Make it a priority if you want to build in this business. Make it a priority. And I know that there's, they're going on all over the place. I know in Kansas City, uh, Monica Dawson is going to be with uh, Mike and Raylan and Jen and Tony. Uh, Judy and I are going to be in Toronto. Uh, there's an event going on in New England. There's events going on in Chicago. Wherever there's people, and obviously Noel. And, uh, and I believe, uh, uh, I forget her name right now, but they're doing it in Georgia. Get out to an event because now you can start putting your goals to practice. And, and like Richard said, why are you doing it? Make sure you're doing it for you. And we always talk about that in a game plan. Your goals are your goals. They're not our goals. And our goal is to help you get to the next level to whatever that might be for you. So make sure that, that you're doing that and take some of the things that Richard uh, talked about and just analyze them and see, you know, where have we gone astray? And when I say we, we go astray as well. I don't know about the other leaders, but I know we do as well, and we definitely need the direction. So it's a new time. It's a, it's a new year. It's 2020. Let's make our vision be really, really strong. And uh, Richard, thank you very, very much on behalf of uh, Monica Dawson, Mike and Raylan Whitney, Jen and uh, Tony Solis, uh, Christine Cahill, Noel uh, Griggs. Uh, thank you very much, and I hope I didn't miss anybody. So guys, thank you very much. And uh, Monica will post the uh, replay of this in the Extreme team. And if you want to watch it again, which I probably suggest you do, because I know I was taking notes and I forgot certain words, I would definitely watch this a couple of times. Richard, thank you very much. Love you, my friend. Give our best to Karen. And uh, guys, everybody have a fantastic week and make sure you get out to the events next week and start planning your life to achieve, not just to do, but to achieve. Thanks very much, everybody. And Richard, thank you very, very much. And everybody have a great week. My, my privilege, Sil. Thank you. Good night, everybody. Good night. Thanks so much, Sil. Thanks for sharing. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Good night. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, Richard. Thank you.